The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Ben, did I do a good job of uh, explaining that to Rev? Just want just, just to get your... Your, your take. Some, sometimes everything is not going to be detailed and laid out the way that you as the fan and the consumer want it to be laid out. Sometimes it's about it's about timing. It's, mm-hmm. it's early in the process. Tennessee, you don't want news out that Tennessee is talking to this player when he just hits the portal because it alerts other teams. Yeah, and, and that player is going to take visits to other schools. You don't want to add teams to that list. Tennessee is in no position to go to say, yeah, go wherever you want to go. Go over there and see if it's better. Go over there. No, Tennessee is not that position right now. Maybe later Tennessee can have that stance, but right now you wanna you wanna you wanna be the, the team that's kind of lurking in the weeds, keeping things on the low low. And the last thing you want is the stuff to be on a message board or on a on a website detailing Tennessee's plans to go after this certain player. Well, it's not even that for me. I completely agree with all of that and think that is for sure a reason. But for me it's like it just started. Like we're 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 two days into this mess. You you don't just jump in for lack of a better phrase, you just, you just don't jump in bed with anybody. What if Eric Gilbert was still at LSU and he entered the portal right now and Tennessee without doing its research said, Yes, come on, we'll take you and, and Eric Gilbert came to Knoxville, but Tennessee had no idea about all the issues Eric Gilbert is dealing with. And and it just becomes an absolute waste of time because you didn't do your research. You didn't do your, your homework. You, you you want to bring in guys that are going to fit culturally. You, you're just not going to add five transfers right off the bat out of nowhere. And I, I get the, 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 the want to know. Like it, it's an exciting time. It, it's like free agency. Like I talked about yesterday, you, you want to know, how Tennessee is going to upgrade its roster. How How is this football team going to get better? You, you want to know immediately. You want to know all the, the juicy details. But, A, as Wayne has talked about, the juicy details aren't meant to, to be known by everybody. And, B, like there's hundreds of players entering the portal every single day. You don't want to rush into anything. And and you want to evaluate the guys that you think that you're in, interested in, anyways. Yeah, you you are recruiting them, but they're you know those players are recruiting you too. Like you you want to know if you can work with this guy or not. That guy wants to know if he can play for you. So they're gonna take visits. These players are going to take visits. You want them to take a visit. I want a player to come in and see if this is a coach. Uh, excuse me, this is a player I want to coach. So it's early. It is 
way too early. Way too early. Um, as far as as far as NIL stuff, <laughs> guys, you're not gonna get you're not gonna get bit by bit detail on how Tennessee is using NIL to attract players. You're not you're not going to do it. But I will tell you that Tennessee will use NIL to our advantage. That is going to happen. Y'all will see. Y'all will see. Just give it a couple more days or another couple weeks or so. Y'all will see. Then y'all come back here and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all told us. Just, just wait. Just wait. People Jay, freak out about everything. Not saying that Rev is necessarily freaking out. Borderline, he was right. He's almost about to jump, but you know, just he did say he was frustrated. <laughs> like, there's no need, no need for uh, That That's a word combination. There's there's no need or reason <coughs> to be frustrated. Yeah. Tennessee is in a good position to take advantage of the transfer portal. But it doesn't work overnight. Like this whole free agency just started. D says, "I think fans already know too much now. In my opinion, social media has hurt college football, and I'm on social media. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes information getting out hurts more than it helps. Sometimes." Jay Black thirty three says to, to add to your points, Wayne. You also open yourself up to be negatively recruited against. If Bama doesn't know that you're openly recruiting a player, then they don't have a reason to talk bad about you to the kid. There's just a time and a place for for folks to know. Joe Vall says, "Do you all think Nolan's visit should excite fans, or is he just enjoying the process?" Let, let me let me let me just be honest with you here. I think the people can tell by our <laughs> size. I don't care what Walter Nolan does at this point. Is he a good player? Yes, he's a good player. But would I like to have him in Tennessee? Yes. But his recruitment has been a damn circus. And this is why I am glad I am not a, a college football coach today. Does have to deal with this type of recruiting. So you won't be seeing me getting excited about Walter Nolan's visit. If he comes here, great. If he signs, great. Then I'll get excited. But I dang sure anybody get excited about him visiting a place where he already lives. And he's committed to Texas A&M for weeks now after visiting them two or three weeks in a row. I'm not getting excited. I'm not. It's too much. It's too much. Now, it'd be one thing if he was dominant from start to beginning and actually play like, play like the number one player in the country from start to beginning. It'd be another thing, but I, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I've, I've seen Walter play a couple times. He's, he's good, but he needs to be coached up on his motor. He needs to be coached up in other areas. Like he's, he, he's good, but he needs work to be – what he is thought to end up being. He needs work. He needs a lot of work. 
and he's he's gonna have a rude awakening. Whether it's Tennessee, Texas A and M, Alabama, Florida, Georgia, like he's like it it is real in the trenches in the SEC. And it's every day. It's not sometimes. It's every day. They are on you. And that's that's what he needs. Yeah, and I I made my thoughts clear several weeks ago that I, I don't care if he ends up at Tennessee. I, it, it, to me, it doesn't matter where he ends up. Tennessee, A&M, if he jumps ship to some random school that throws him a scholarship offer tomorrow, like I don't see him being a contributor as a freshman, maybe even a sophomore, because he has, in my opinion, that far of a ways to go. Mentally, physically. Like I, I don't, I don't see him being a contributor, especially year one. Maybe year two if, if he really flips the switch. But I, I don't see him being a contributor at A and M next year, at Tennessee next year. And, and so, like, I, I'm not, I'm not worried about Walter if he comes or doesn't come to Tennessee. He may end up being a great football player, but he, he's got a lot of work to do if he is going to become that great player that he is capable of. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not jumping on the. Walter Nolan Circus Train. I don't care. I don't either. Right now. I, so, know that, I know that sounds crazy, and it's easy to say that right now because he's committed to A&M. And folks may say, oh, you're just saying that because he's committed to A&M. No. I, I felt this way. Swain felt this way before he committed to A&M. And I would feel the same way if he was committed to Tennessee. Yes. Because I know it wouldn't be over until he actually signed. And I'm sorry, I'm just like I'm not trying to follow a circus like well, that. Well, and and like I have detailed, you realize that when even if he does sign, when he gets to campus, he's got a long ways to go. Even when he gets to campus, yeah, he's he's a player that you got to recruit every day, and I'm I'm good on that. I'm good on that. Let's go back to the phones. We've got Courts involved. Courts involved. Good morning, man. Hey, good morning. You don't have to recruit me every day. I'm here every day. That's right. That's right, man. Had a great call yesterday. Blue, you back blue collar, lunch pail, everybody. I just come in, do my work, and leave. So. You, you grit and grind, baby. Yeah, that's right. Rise and grind, boys. Rise and grind. No, grit and grind. What? What? Well, whatever. Either he's way. trying to turn you to a Grizzlies fan. Don't don't do a Courts involved. He think he's slick. <laughs> Yeah, no, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> is there is there a single person in Corton, Tennessee, that likes the NBA? Uh, I know Hubs does not. No, I know Hubs doesn't. Um, I'm not sure. That's a good question, actually. <laughs> he was he was giving me a mess question. a couple of weeks ago. Who gets excited over a team winning their twelfth game of a 82 game NBA season? <laughs> Shut up, Hubs. It's the Grizzlies. <laughs> He's getting salty at his old age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just uh, I, I had a little quick comment about uh, not trying to pick on Rev or nothing, but it's just <clears throat> it's it's really people. I, I'll just tell you where I stand with it. Honestly, I'm just amped up and jazzed up about where like it just feels. I don't know. You just get this feeling now around our entire program, not just our football program. I, you can feel momentum. It's, it's almost, you could almost cut it with a knife, really. You can't, I mean, I do feel that way, and I haven't been on campus in two years myself. 
but I can feel the momentum just building from the outside, just from football, baseball, basketball. We have tangible, legitimate momentum, and I think what people get caught up in sometimes. And like I said, I'm not I'm not trying to pick on Rev at all. I'm just saying that people they get they get too caught up in the optics that they think that you know uh, they they think that if we're not in the headlines with every single player and every little person that hops in the portal for five minutes like Georgia or Alabama, they think that we're just circling the toilet bowl and it's, oh, woe is with me and things are awful. And you all know just as well as I do, it's not like that. Yeah. It's just it's just not that way. And we, we've got to, like you said, it's it's strategy. It's all about fit. you got to do your homework on guys. got to know, are they going to fit your system? Not much less your culture. And there's, there's a lot of layers to that. People – they tend to forget that, and they get too caught up in the optics of it. And we've got we've all got to learn as a fan base to be a little bit more realistic. And also, every, every now and then it would behoove us just to shut our mouths, really, just to be honest. It be it would be really good that we just hush, just let it play out, and then when it does happen, if it does happen, come out there and pound your chest in and say, "All right, what now? Let's go." Well, that's that's that's, that's why you have that's why you have this way an event, man. Because we're gonna put our arms around Rev and go Rev. Bring it back in. Come on, man. We we got you. We ain't gonna let you stray stray away and, and go off the deep end. And you know, it, it's one thing when you have a call like Rev, and you know he's feeling that way, and he's simply voicing it. It's another thing when you you, you feel like Rev, and then you go on this like this rant on Twitter, and you start calling people out, and and you start you know wondering if Josh Heupel is even doing anything, and wondering if he even cares about recruiting. That's when you kind of take it over the line, and. And then you wind up looking a, a fool, you know. And Rev did not go that direction at all. He just, he just, he he just. I think lost track of where we are in the season. It's early. There's not. I haven't seen one player from the portal commit anywhere. I haven't either. Cause it's it's too early. The season's still going on, and players have to take visits, which is why you had guys like Harrison Bailey into the portal early, a.k.a. quitting. Everybody who entered the portal early on your team, you quit. But this is why you have those players that did that so they can take their visits early. But for, for the most part, there's a, most of the guys in the portal, they're, they wait until the season is over. And then they're going to take their visits. Remember, they still got class and all this stuff they have to finish up. That's what you should do. Yeah, so it's early. Uh, I got one more thing, and I'm gonna hop off here. Uh, ben, uh, do, does uh, the, do the Grizzlies play the Celtics at all this season? I, I just don't keep up with it close enough to honestly even know if they're even the same. <laughs> I know they're not in the same division. No, 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 no. They're not even in the same conference. <laughs> they're not the same. Oh, conference. really? Oh, are, are, is Memphis in the Western Conference? Yes. yes. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 That's that's great. Uh, let's see. Well, I got I you. I got you. The Grizzlies play the Celtics Thanks. March the third at Boston. Ooh. Well, never mind. I was going to see if Ben wanted to go, but never mind. Pete. Why not? We can go <laughs> to Boston. I am not going to Boston. I do not like going to that area. Well, I don't either. But we can I'm go piss on Fenway why. Park while we're there. <laughs> we can definitely do that. Now, I, I we can do that. Uh, I will buy you plenty of bottles of water to do so. How about this? 
April the 10th, the Grizzlies will host the Celtics. There we go. So when y'all, you know, y'all, y'all have to go pee on Fenway. And if y'all do pee, make sure you do drink a bunch of water. Or Tom Herman's chart is not going to agree with the color of your urine. So make sure that you, you said drink. April 10th. April 10th. Oh, sorry. I've got a date with Tony oh, Vitello that day. What's going on? Oh. Tennessee plays Missouri that day and Lindsey Nelson. And that's the weekend of the yeah, Masters. Yeah, I'll make sure you don't really mean that. <laughs> are, you a, are you a golf fan, Corriton Vol? A golf fan? Yeah. Like you watch the Masters? I played some in high school. That's so, about it. So you watch the Masters? Uh, sparingly. Not, oh. I'm not like a crazy rabbit fan by any means. Well, the Masters is that weekend, so I think I'll skip out on the, the Celtics Grizzlies. And, and the Grizzlies burned me over Halloween weekend when I uh, spent good hard-earned money for for pretty good seats and went to watch them play the Miami Heat, and the Heat just beat the brakes off of them. So. Grizzlies, I'm disappointed, man, that you are – Neglecting them just to you know, go to a little baseball game. Mm, mm, mm. So, Lynn J. Dixon committed to uh, West Virginia. He is the Clemson running back transfer. So, there's there's one. Yeah, but you I mean, were referencing the guys who – How many who, else y'all got? Right, but, but <laughs> <laughs> you were referencing the guys who – Entered the portal this week. Yeah, Oklahoma, Oklahoma receivers. That's yes. that's what Rev wants. He wants the Oklahoma uh, receivers. So again, it, it takes time, and in most cases, yeah, y'all, pull, you know, pull, people in text box pulled out one or two, but there's hundreds of people in the portal, hundreds right now. So it it takes time. It's still early. So, anyways. And has Dylan Gabriel officially committed to Ole Miss? That's the rumor. And like Lynn J. Lynn J. Dixon was it's still two, was or three. Like that's, that's still the point. It's still early in the portal all all year. Yeah, it's early. It's early for Tennessee. It's early for Tennessee. I mean, I think it's important to know what Hendon Hooker is going to do because if I'm a transfer receiver, I ain't coming to Tennessee. If Hendon Hooker is not coming back, let's just keep it real. Why they have Joe Milton? Did you hear what I just said, Ben? Are you listening? If I am an Oklahoma wide receiver, I'm not coming to Tennessee unless Joe Milton is not the starter, excuse me, and Hinda Hooker is coming back. I'm not going from. Why do you hate Tennessee? I just love the truth. It's the truth. I'm an Oklahoma wide receiver playing at a high level, playing inside of an offense that has put – you know, quarterbacks in the league and quarterbacks has got they've gotten Heisman trophies. When's Spencer Rattler going to go to the league? I don't, I don't know. Whenever he signs an undrafted free agent, when his college eligibility eligibility <laughs> is up, that's when he's going. You, you try to pronounce eligibility is about how Spencer Rattler's season went. Golly, you think, I know. You think, you think Rev wants Spencer Rattler since he wants all the other Oklahoma players? Yeah, yeah. No, if, I, don't think, if, I don't think Rev wants Spencer Rattler. Do would you take Spencer Rattler? I've already told you no. On air, off air, do I need to say hell no? Well, I, I also know that you are a believer in Josh Heupel. Maybe Josh Heupel can can take advantage of uh, Spencer Rattler. He don't. He 
he can go in different directions. Now, Spencer is mobile, and I think the mobility of a quarterback is very, very important inside of this offense as we are continuing to rebuild this offensive line. And I think they will have something in common. Like Two I said yesterday. former OU quarterbacks that don't really mess with their old school. Maybe they bond, hit it off, and Hypo will be able to get the best out of Rattler. But I don't want to take that chance. I'm good. Like I said yesterday, I would not touch Spencer Rattler with a 10-foot pole. Listen, I don't, I'm, I don't want him either. So it's early. That is the moral of the story. Let's stop trying to move the goalposts and change the narrative. The moral of the story is it is early. Tennessee doesn't need to be announcing their intentions and their game plans and, and having it posted on, you know, message boards. That's not the, that's not the way this is going to work. And they damn sure don't need to be detailing NIL plans either. I don't even expect that. Don't expect it. Colorado Vols says, Ben, you got to make the trip out to Denver for the Grids Nuggets game. Well, there, there's a couple of things that go into that. A, that sounds expensive. B, I would be closer to C-Mac. And I, I don't want to be closer to C-Mac. I, I want to get further away from C-Mac. But you'd be closer to Big Shot Rob. But C, I'd be closer to Big Shot Rob as well. And that's... that's <clears throat> See Mac cool, man. He cool guy. He aight. He's not as cool as Big Shot Rob. See Mac's aight. January twenty first. Grizz goes to Denver. No. You know what? Blink the Nuggets and Michael Malone want to talk about Memphis in a negative light. Talking about the Jokic brothers showing up to go to Miami for the, the Heat Nuggets game. Saying, well, you know, Miami's a good city. It's not like it's Memphis. You better shut your mouth, Michael Malone. I mean, he ain't wrong. I'll come over there and whoop that trick. No, you. Yeah. But you ain't got to say it. It's not, it's not Miami. It's not. But the, out of all the cities, you couldn't have said Detroit or Cleveland? Just saying. Detroit or Cleveland exist in the NBA. And you're going to say Memphis? Would you rather go to Memphis, Detroit, or Cleveland out of the three? Who freaking out more, you or Rev? Me. <laughs> Mike, Mike, Michael Malone doesn't want me to come out to, to Colorado for the Nuggets-Grizz game. I put my hands on him. I'll treat him like the Jokic brothers want to treat the Heat. Colorado Ball says, hey, 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 watch it now. Count says, what about Tennessee players transferring out? Well, that's going to happen. Again, it's, it's early. It's going to happen. I am not expecting all these players across the country transferring and Tennessee not to have one. It's going to happen, and that's okay. That is okay. Big Shot Rob says, pull up, Ben. I got you. We can go jump C-Mac. Yes. Colorado Vol says, I'd rather go to Cleveland. Well, you know what, Colorado Vol? Nobody asked you, okay? <laughs> I don't know about that one, Colorado Vol. You know, you know, I would rather go to Memphis than to Cleveland anytime. Uh, the DL Vol says, uh, I'm a little behind on the Joe conversation on his fumble Saturday. Uh, but the biggest issue was that he did not make the right read and was going to keep that ball on the play before it was snapped. I get it, though, since we weren't throwing the ball. 
Uh, it was his only chance to make a play. He's just pressing because he knows he's been bad this year and wants to make a play. That, that was a play where you get like a triple negative. The read was, was off, and then you did not secure the football. Like the one thing that you are told in the four-minute offense when you have the lead and you're trying to bleed the clock is to protect the ball. That was his only job. Was to protect the football. And not only did he have it in one arm, the dude thought he was doing an Allen Armstrong crossover. What? What are you doing with the ball way out there? One hand. That's the disheartening. You are not Michael Vick. Oh, you can't do that. Anyways, I'm moving on. That's right, Vault Grizz Cubs. Malone's just mad that, that we beat him. Twice this year, back to back, we beat, we whooped his trick on a Monday, and then he was back at the forum on Wednesday night, and we whooped his trick then too. So he can sit down and shut up. Bring on a after Grizz, his week in Memphis for two Nugs rivalry. I'm here for. It. I, I like to see more rivalries in the NBA. Anyways. Bring it on. Bring it on. All right. What's the more of the story? Can class. Class, what is the moral of the story from Rev's phone call? Let's see if, if, if we have been able to learn anything uh, today. To not overreact. Text box, what did we learn today? Just make sure everyone understands. Like when it's, t- when it's, a, when it's a time to freak out, freak out. Get mad. Talk your ish when it's time. Only when it's time. It's just not time. It's not time. Real D from the 423 says patience is a virtue. See there? He, hey, Rodney Nostell, relax on the text box. See that? That's the lesson. It's just early. There's players right now that are eyeing their departure from their Schools who have not officially jumped into the portal. There's players on this team that may be leaving that already have their mind made up. They just haven't officially gotten to the portal. Why? Because they don't want their name in the portal right now. They don't want that attention. Because the moment you get into the portal, guess what's going to happen? Everybody's going to be hitting you up. Oh, man, come on, stay, man. Come on, man. Like it, Some folks don't want their phone to blow up like that. So there's players that know they're leaving their school. They just, they're not in the portal yet. They're not. And contact, I'm sure, is going to be made between a player and possible new destination for that, for that player. There's ways to communicate without breaking the rules. So just relax, folks. Just relax. All right. Let's go back to the phone. Uh, we are not relaxing with our next couple of phone calls. Uh, C-Mac is angry on one line, and Rev is angry on the other line and wants to redeem himself. Oh, man. No, need, no reason to be angry. We're sending love today, especially to C-Mac. C-Mac, good morning. Good morning, Swain. Good morning, man. How are you doing this morning? I am great. That is great. I'm glad Swain is great. 
with regard to uh, that other person that's sitting next to you. What about? Uh, I think I think that his name is Ben. And for Big Shot Rob, the only thing y'all two fools are jumping, y'all better jump y'all ass on that transfer portal. <laughs> I'm not jumping me. I uh, see y'all shame. Aren't you the one that's already in the transfer portal considering you root for Tennessee, NC State, UCLA, Colorado, Colorado State? I mean, you want me to keep going? I want you to shut your mouth. <laughs> shut your mouth and mind your business. Shut your mouth and mind your business. Uh, we did learn something collectively. What, what, what did we a, learn? As listeners today about this whole transfer portal. But I, I do have to give you a little counter. Uh, Go for it. We, we, learned, we learned that we do need to be patient, uh, that these kids need to make um, informed decisions on where they want to play the rest of their careers. But I think there are entities that are uh, monetizing the attention that we give it, or uh, like myself or like Rev. Yeah, we're itching for that information, uh, and it's, it's out of our timeline that we can control, like when we can get and process that information. But cultivating a transfer portal watch account is that only feeds the machine, that only feeds that 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 uh, that hunger to get that information, as opposed to just being patient and, and waiting. You know, I, I don't remember the Joe Milton process being an overnight sensation. You know, I don't. I don't remember it being just wham, wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Man, I'm glad you over, mentioned. If I'm not mistaken, I'm glad you mentioned Joe Milton. I'm glad you mentioned. Right. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned him because that was something that was being worked on for for longer than what it appeared to be. People just think, oh, yeah. People just thought, oh, oh, we just got this dude out of nowhere. Well, no, that was that was that was that was calculated. That was worked on in, in the middle of spring practice. I mean, so that's that's an example. I'm glad you brought that up because hopefully that will help people understand that's how this staff, this is how the staff is moving. They moving exactly, exactly. So I'm glad you brought that up, and you make a really good point when you mention how these accounts, there's accounts that are created just to inform the fans of players entering the transfer portal. But if you don't have that that education. Or if you don't have that understanding that there is still a process that goes into these players making that decision on their new school, which includes visits. It includes visits. It includes being re-recruited and building a relationship. That doesn't happen overnight. So we have players that enter the portal at different times of the season. There's a lot of players from Oklahoma. There's players from, you know, maybe LSU or, or – Notre Dame or whatever that's entering the portal based on the recent news, now you have to recruit them and build a relationship. And that doesn't happen over a week. No. It ain't even been a week. Uh, hadn't even been a week. Yeah, so and not to mention not to mention the kids that haven't even thought about making this decision because they want to wait till they hear from their new coach to bring that philosophy. I'm I'm pretty sure some kids down in Louisiana once they hear, oh boy, open his mouth after five seconds, they might aggressively start hitting that transfer quarter if they haven't already. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw a picture of uh, Brian Kelly talking to the squad. And I saw the uh, players in the background. <laughs> they look like, who, who is this dude? So, C-Mac, did you know that uh, 
Brian Kelly, <clears throat> when being hired for a new job, has had the most career active wins of all time. No, nobody has ever taken a new job with more career active wins than Brian Kelly. Hmm. So what does that mean? I'm, I'm asking that to, to bring up your point of why would the players want to enter the transfer portal after Brian Kelly opens his mouth for 30 seconds when the guy has done nothing but win his entire career? Mm, let me well, look at it. That, that would make me think that he wouldn't say something that would make them want to get into the portal. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a, a different example, but I'm still going to address that Brian Kelly thing. You know, we could work harder or work smarter towards the same championship goal. If we work smarter and we work as a cohesive unit and have that brotherhood, that team, uh, that, uh, that team first mentality, and it's a really great environment, that's great. On the other hand, you know, you can work harder and get yelled at, get berated, you know, get, you know, the, you know, the four letter S word beat out of you every day by God who's going to drive you. Yeah, it's going to get the, the, the best out of you for some people, like y'all alluded to with the Walter Nolan of the world. Uh, but it, it all, it all comes down, at least for me, how it affects the individual. All right. Uh, uh, the other example I wanted to shift to was, it was Washington who just made a hire, right? Mm-hmm. They hired a uh, old boy from Fresno State, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. He is offensive-minded. Uh, and the previous coach that they had hung his hat and got hired because he was a defensive person. That sounds familiar. <clears throat> anyway, opposite. The kids at the kids at Washington, the kids at Washington that, who were in the program that had that defensive guru, quote-unquote, they now have to make that uh, – decision after you know uh, meeting their coach if they want to stay with the program or hit the portal so i mean it's it's uh you know it's more than one way to skin a cat uh we can look at it you know a couple of different ways but i, I definitely hear your point too yeah yeah and thanks for the phone call see man ben's point is valid but it's also valid to say it doesn't always matter that a coach like brian kelly who has won um is coming in to a place that's new, and doesn't mean that the players want to play for him or vibe with him. I remember when Darren Kirkland Jr. was committed to Michigan, committed to freaking Brady Hoke, and decommitted when Jim Harbaugh was was hired, which makes no sense at all because Jim Harbaugh was fresh off of going to the damn Super Bowl as an NFL coach and was successful in the NFL. You would think that Darren Kirkland Jr. would want to play for a NFL coach. So, it sometimes just doesn't matter. It just it just really depends. And he's new. I don't know you like that, man. I don't. I have a relationship built with this coach, and I don't want to have to rebuild a relationship, a new relationship. I want a fresh start. I want to go somewhere else. And yeah, Brian Kelly will win, but when will he win? Will it be year one? Will it be year two? We know that he is going to win, provided the resources that he's going to have there. But it's win. So if you are a junior. Do you want to wait until Brian Kelly gets it going? Or do you want to say, no, nah, I'm good, man. I want to go compete for uh, a contender right now. I want to go to Ohio State. Or, you know, I want to go somewhere else. So it just it just depends. I mean, Brian Kelly <clears throat> is super successful. No one is disputing that at all. Um, but some players, that that's not going to move the needle for them to, to stay. Some guys don't want to leave. And we'll see because why? It's early. Well, my, my point in my comment was that I, I don't I didn't make my comment because of of Brian Kelly 
being successful like that automatically makes people want to stay. That that wasn't my point. My point was that he has proven that he knows what to say to the players. That was the point that I was making. Like I'm sure that he knows how to address the players in that situation, and he's, he's not going to say something that's going to make them going to want to jump, run, and, and jump into the portal. Because I have a hard, man. I have a hard time believing that somebody as successful as as Brian Kelly has been is is going to say stupid stuff. To the, to the players for the first time. Okay. Let's go back to the phones. We've got Rev. Rev, double dipping. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely double dipping this morning. First off, I apologize for my previous call. I had just woke up. Don't apologize. I've driven 1,200 miles. Don't apologize. I'm a little tired, a little wired. Don't right. apologize, Rev. It's, it's, it's okay, man. It's all good. You just took it out of context a little bit because I didn't really, you know, try to – say what I wanted to say. What I wanted to say was I don't care about the details. I don't care if Tennessee doesn't try. Well, yes, I do. But still, what I want to know is, is are we going to try for these big guys? I don't want to go at the end of, you know, starting next year watching all these high-profile guys, you know, start balling out at other places and then come to find out Tennessee never kicked the rocks on. I just want to know, are we going to try? Yes. I don't care about the details. I don't care about any of that. I just want to know, are we going to try? Because Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, all these guys are monopolizing recruiting. They are taking people they don't need just to hurt other programs. That That is the main reason my aggravation this morning. Well, that's the name of the they game. They don't have specific needs. That's the name of the and game. I understand the name of the game. That's what, that's, but, that's what Tennessee you know, did. Coach Former, he would get players, <laughs> wouldn't even use them. Just well, so the other teams couldn't it. have them. Hmm? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's the name of the game. Because where do I troll on Twitter, Ben? You troll all the time, Rev. Uh, no, I, don't, I hardly even tweet. I don't see those trolls. I see DMs. See? Me and Rev DM, but I don't oh, see yeah. any tweets. I don't see any tweets from Rev. I ain't got time for that. Look, look, <laughs> I can't look, let, let, let. Fan, I don't care about the NBA. Mm. Well, when but you, you when you, hey, NBA Rev, fan. when you mm. reference, you know, VolQuest and the information you got on VolQuest, you... I took it as that is how you were, you know, taken in or or perceiving that Tennessee wasn't active like they should be right now. And so right. that, again, it's early, and that stuff is not going to be on there until it's the right moment. And it's just way too early for that to be on VolQuest or be really anywhere. Because right. if you are a coach and – you hear the moment you make contact with a player that's in the portal, it's on VolQuest. You ain't happy about that. Like, really? Really? Y'all, y'all, y'all put that on VolQuest? Y'all put that on 247? We, just, we had one phone call? Like, you're not happy about that because you want to move in silence right now. So if I'm a coach, I'm not letting, I'm not letting VolQuest know. I'm not letting 247 know. I'm not letting anyone know about – the first contact I make with the guy in the portal. I'm not doing it because all you're doing is opening up opportunities for the opponent to get in there and build a relationship and take that play away from you. When you get that far, you know, close to the end of the process and there's a strong relationship built and that player is loving you and then it gets out, okay, cool. But not at the beginning. Mm-mm. You don't want that. Right. Anyways. You guys have a good day. Ben, 
Ugh, you're a Yankee fan. Never mind. Anyways, have a good day, guys. <laughs> See you, man. Be careful, Rev. We love you, man. Well, I love you. I don't know how Bill feels. <laughs> I do not. I do not. I do not. Let's go back to the phones. 865-255-03. And we have Volstorm. Volstorm, good morning, sir. Somebody needs to get Rev some Redlin or something. That boy needs to calm down. He's hype, man. He's hype. Getting on here, pulling a Dave Tona. He is hype. I don't. I don't think we took it out of context, but hey, it's all good. We love you, Rep. Anyways, uh, guys, I sure am glad that our fan base is not um, some of the people that are in charge of our military. Imagine announcing to the entire world, "Hey, we're looking at striking this area in Afghanistan." <laughs> That's a good way it's to look at it. Same principle. <laughs> You don't tell everything you know. Good God. That's and it. how credible can BallQuest be? They hired Ben. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was a good one. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> Guys, let's talk about something more important. And uh, that would be all the dunking that is being done on Oklahoma. Oh, man. As a, as a battered ball fan, I can truly appreciate this. The fact that Lincoln Riley had posted, this is going to become the mecca of college football, and then one of his players shot, one of his players from Oklahoma shot in and said, that's the same thing you said to us last week. Yeah, I think, I think Lincoln Riley was saying it because he was the coach at Oklahoma, so he felt that way. Now that he's a coach at Southern Cal, he feels that he's going to take Southern Cal to that point. <laughs> Hey man, it's hilarious though. These coaches, man, they just say they just say what sounds good in the moment. Well, between uh, between social media and NIL deals, you know, a lot of that stuff gets exposed. He, he just picked up a five star receiver. It ain't take long. No, at what? Shoot, you, you know he went ahead and told those uh, recruits. Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to Southern Cal, so just uh, just don't say anything. <laughs> the L's are on Lane Kiffin approach. Oh, yeah. Yep. I mean, it, 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 it happens all the time. I mean, look, you know, yeah, you feel bad for the players when the coaches leave, but now that we have a system in place where players can transfer anytime they want to, playing field's kind of level. Hey, let me, let, me, let, me, let me bring something else to the uh... – to the forefront here. All right. You saw where Lincoln Riley said at his pressure pressure after the Oklahoma State game that he had not talked to LSU, and then yes. on, and then his uh, radio interview with Scott Van Pelt on ESPN, he said that Sunday morning was the first time that he had talked to any school outside of Oklahoma, and that was the first time that he made contact with any school. You know why he said that? Because his agents did it for him in the background. Exactly. <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't lying. And, and and he was not lying because <laughs> he had said that I will not be the head coach at LSU. Exactly. He was not lying. He wasn't lying. Because he knew he was going to be the head coach of USC. Yep, and he was not lying when he said that he did not make any contact with any other school outside of Oklahoma because his agents was doing all that. Exactly. Yep. That's how this works. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's hilarious. Guys, before I go, uh, the only reason to go out 
or there's only one reason to go out to Colorado in an day for basketball. See you, boys. Let's get the Turkey Man. Turkey Man, good morning. You didn't hear that, Turkey Man. Close your ears, man. Good you didn't hear morning. that part, did you? Good morning, Turkey good Man. Morning. Good morning, individuals. How are we doing? Man, wonderful. Hope you are too. I'm doing great. Doing great. Love it. Yeah, a couple, couple of observations. I guess you say a question to ask. Uh, you know, we, we're hard to hard please individuals a lot of times, especially uh, when we're fans. We we look at things one way, and then we look at it another way, and then we get upset one way, and then we get upset another way. But uh, if they don't offer a uh, courtesy to our coach at, at uh, Oklahoma, well, how, how many of us will feel kind of like we did, T, that they at least ought to give him a, uh, a pay raise bump, uh, a uh, an interview, uh, what do you mean? Uh, Hypo. If if they, if Oklahoma, if Oklahoma doesn't offer Hypo, maybe an interview. Hypo don't uh, want it. Okay. I've heard I've heard that song and dance before, but I mean I'm just saying that's his alamada. It's like it's like when T wasn't given a you know at least a courtesy call, how it made us feel. It's totally different. Okay. Yeah, it's totally okay. different. T when when T was the U, uh, USC offense coordinator, um, and Tennessee was looking for a head coach, that was a valid question. You know, why is T not at least getting an opportunity to to interview and to share, you know, his vision and what he would do? He should have been given an opportunity. He actually wanted that opportunity, and he was not a head coach at that time. Now. Josh Heupel is a head coach. He's been a head coach for four years, and there's not a loving relationship between Oklahoma and Josh Heupel right now. When, when Oklahoma was honoring their national championship team in 2000, Josh Heupel wasn't there, wasn't um, recognized in a way that you should recognize your starting quarterback who won your championship. Um, there's, there's not love like, like that. So we automatically think there is. We think that just because a player played at a school that he loves that school and it's all warm and fuzzy, but not every player has that type of feeling about their old school, especially in Josh Heifel's case when he was thrown on the bus and fired because Stoops didn't want to fire his brother that had a defense that was worse than the offense that Josh Heifel was coordinating. So it's totally different, Turkey Man. Okay, I was just, I was, uh, I was just thinking on, on that line that uh, – I never say never. I would also want to ask the question, uh, will we lose a assistant coach in this in this coaching changes? Yeah, Turkey, man, I wouldn't be surprised if, 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 you know, Tim Banks gets an opportunity. I mean, he's a good coach. He did a great job this year. Not just an okay job, not a decent job. He did a great job with the roster that he inherited uh, and the players that he inherited on defense. Um, collectively, him and – and, and, and Coach Eckler and Rodney Garner and William Martinez did a great job, but he was the coordinator. Guys were in position to make plays. Guys didn't look confused. Guys played fast. They just wasn't athletic enough and good enough to go up against Alabama and Georgia and Ole Miss in some, certain, in some cases. So, um, yeah, if I'm a school that has a defense coordinator vacancy, especially Penn State, if I am a um, Duke, I'm 100% looking at Tim Banks, and they should look at him. He he did a great job. Did a great job. 
but there's y'all. They fired Josh Heupel. Stoops fired Josh Heupel to protect his brother. And Josh Heupel's offense, the year he got fired, was third in the freaking conference at scoring. He was averaging 38 points per game. And they fired him rather than his brother, Mike Stoops, who was a defense coordinator. And that year they were fifth in the Big 12. How do you think Josh Hopper feels? Mad. I'd be mad. 36 points per game. And they were third in the Big 12. Like, how would you feel if you Josh Hyper? I would have done the same thing if I was Bob, though. I would have fired Hype on the second if I was Bob. I'm fine. I'm, 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 no, nah, I would have fired my brother. I would have fired my brother. Yeah, you probably would have. I would have. I would have fired his ass. Yeah, you would have. I would not have. Not even blink. <laughs> <laughs> not even blink. I would not have. That's what hit me upside the head when I wasn't looking. Punk when we was fired. You are fired. I would have helped him get, get another job. I wouldn't have fired him, but I would have I would have pulled a Nick Saban and I would have helped him get another job. Poor Brian. That's what I would have done. What are you talking about? Hey, dude, defense stinks. It's best for you and for me for you to get on somewhere. And get. I'm not going to fire you, but I'm going to help you get another job. That's what I would do because we're brothers. If we was not brothers, I would just fire your butt. I would just fire you. But I don't mind firing my brother. If you if you stink, you stink. Simple as that. Coy Macon says, has Rodney Garner ever been given a shot to be a head coach? Seems like he would be a big name with all his success. Is he just not interested in being the head guy? Listen, man, Rodney Garner. It, Too late to be being a head coach for Rodney. Some guys don't want, don't want that stress. Rodney Garner has seen... The stress that Coach Fulmer had to go under being a head coach. He saw how it aged um, Mark Rick at Georgia. Like, he has worked for some pretty dang successful coaches. And not every coach wants to be a head coach. That's, man, that's a lot of, that's a lot of anxiety, a lot of pressure, a lot of drama that some guys are like, nah, I'm good. I'd rather be the best position coach in the country collect this big fat check and y'all keep that stress Mm-mm. cause I'm not gonna be kissing butt to boosters and, and doing all that Mm-mm, that ain't me that's the way I'm gonna do things kinda reminds me of uh, Rob Ryan in the NFL with his long hair it's like oh Rob Ryan you got that long hair he's gonna have to cut his hair and you know maintain a certain image to be a head coach Psh, nah Mm-mm. I just I'll be a DC or oh, I just won't coach then. I'm not doing that. Well, John Chavis, you know John Chavis, name came up to be a head coach. You know back in the day didn't didn't do it. But you know John Chavis, he he wasn't gonna be your your media guy. He 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 wasn't gonna be Tim Banks. He here to coach football. He ain't here to be your friend media, and that stuff matters when it comes to PR. How dare you? Tim Banks and I are friends. That's what you think. I know. But that's my brother. Rodney Garner. That ship is sailed. Tina R says if Freddie leaves the Braves, I'll be so mad. 
I got a chance to meet Tina R. and her mother this past weekend at the stage. On her birthday. Yeah. And you know what she asked me? Where's Ben? Where's Ben? Where's (laughs) Ben? Tina's the goat. Where's Ben? KY Vol says Rev ain't helping himself. (laughs) No, Rev did not help his case at all. What are you talking about, Rev? Rev, Rev, take a nap, Rev. (laughs) Pull on the side of the road. (laughs) Yeah, did did that not pop up in anybody else's head? Rev Rev explaining how tired and and wired he is. He's over here driving through America. Pull over, Rev. Now, take a power nap. You you talking crazy. You all over the place. (laughs) <laughs> look, I, I, look I, I have some sermons I can send your way If you need a podcast to listen to here in five minutes Once we finish up the show We got you, man, we got you Oh, man I love this show I'm glad you love your own show I love the show because of because of the people Power in the people Oh, man Counts Says Hypo's offense was 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 really bad. Oklahoma's bowl game against Clemson. The reason he got fired. Do you think that had anything to do with it? I think that was probably the nail in the coffin. They only put up three points in that game. But if you firing a coach based on just one, one performance game. in the bowl game, then I don't know about that. But I do know I do know a coach that was fired from one bowl game. And that was all. That was Tennessee's almost to be coach, who was Tennessee's interim coach for a couple hours. And that is Kevin Steele when he was at Clemson, and Clemson got beat by West Virginia, and West Virginia put up seventy points. And boy, did he pay for that because he ain't been a coach since. <laughs> I mean, he's been DC since. And he ain't been a head coach since. But he wasn't a head coach at Clemson. He was a DC at Clemson. I know, but I'm saying that performance killed yeah, his yeah. head coaching career. Yeah. He almost was a head coach. At, at a couple of different spots. He would have been a head coach here if they didn't, at the last minute, push in Pruitt. It was, it was, it was his job to lose and Mel Tucker's job to lose. But anyway. Why no. are you bringing up old things? I'm just saying. I'm just trying to help you out with the facts, man. Y'all, some of y'all be having these, these things that pop up in your head and these theories based on, you know, fake news. I'm just trying to help folks out. That's all. Coy Macon wants to know if you would feel good about taking a shot at Will Muschamp for D.C. if Tim Banks left. Heck yeah, dude. Heck yeah. Has anyone ever questioned Muschamp at the D.C.? Nope. At Texas, at Auburn? I mean, dude. Get boom back on the sideline, acting crazy? We'll forgive you for all those things you said about Tennessee fans when you was a Florida coach. Will we? Yes, I would. Because why I'm a mature grown up who likes to win. We well, can, we can, it, we can, it, you know, we can push all that stuff under the bridge. In that instance, I don't think Will Muschamp would would have success at Tennessee if it weren't for Rodney Garner and Willie Martinez and Brian Jean Marie. I mean, they they are the true backbone of the defense. Not Will Muschamp. He he's just the face on it. Whatever. Ref says Swain dead in on me when I get in. Ben, you pay for yourself. Do you not realize that Swain was saying the same things, Rev? <laughs> I was nicer about it though See it's all about packaging Interesting <laughs> I was nice about it uh, I don't know if Will Buscham would, would Go anywhere Be honest I mean he's in, he's, in a, he's in a good spot Is he D.C. or Georgia? I don't think he's a D.C. No. or Georgia He's just a position coach We took t- uh, Taking over for um, What's old boy name? 
old strength coach that had stepped down. Scott Cochran. Yeah. But he's back. I saw him on the field after the Georgia-Tennessee game. He is back. He's a defensive analyst for Georgia at the moment. Yeah. So, that I would take I would take Will Muschamp as a defensive coordinator in a second. He's he been awesome everywhere he's been would as you a coordinator. Take, would you take Will Muschamp over Tim Banks? No. I'm not going to change what we have just to change it. If, if Tim if, Banks leaves, that's that's the that's the question. If you were starting, Mm-mm, don't even try it. <laughs> don't even try it, Ben. You ain't slick. I know you. Don't even try it. If you were, if you had just taken a head coaching job, would you pursue Will Muschamp or Tim Banks? Based on like today, yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying to put you in an awkward spot. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It depends. I'm just messing with you. I know you are. It depends. It really depends. Oh, yeah. By the way, you see uh, D. Beckwith's comment that he loves his coach? I know. I saw that. I like that. I like that. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Jason from the borough wants to know if you think he stays and plays. I don't know if he stays, but he can still love his coach and leave. Can he play? He also asked that. Jason did. Not at running back. And what's he going to play? I don't know. He need to figure that out. He need to figure that out. I heard his, his home state team of Jacksonville State has a new coach. Yeah, Rich, Rich Rod. He may be able to fit in that offense, you know. Rich Rod finally got to Alabama with this Bama Tide. And Jacksonville State moving up on to, to D1. Yeah. Uh, LC Vall, um, the thing about the NIL, if folks are questioning what what we're doing with the NIL, it's simply because they don't they don't know. They don't know. And that's okay. I'm telling you, you know the person with the sh- a show, with the NIL, that have players on the show all season long? You know that show called Tennessee Prime? So, I'm telling you right now, as someone who is involved in NILs, that y'all are freaking out for no reason right now. Just wait. Just wait. Give it a couple weeks, and then circle back, and then we can talk about it. Swain Event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America for Ben McKee, the Yankee. I am Jason Swain, your favorite. The Alabamian. <laughs> your favorite host. I'd rather, I'd rather your be favorite a Yankee host, than, favorite host. I'd rather be a Yankee than an Alabamian. Uh, my mail says Tennessee, Knoxville, Tennessee. I got a bill yesterday. You don't say anything about Alabama on that's for sure. Hope you all have a great, great Wednesday. Peace and much love. We are out.